Hello, you're listening to Greener Thoughts, the podcast about environmental news, commentary, environmental facts, and other things you'd like to know. Today's topic is about saving Christmas trees, and uh, I'm going to give you some facts about Christmas trees and some alternative options for you this holiday season. So let's begin. Hey everybody, it's Nyla, and uh, welcome to Greener Thoughts. Uh, If this is your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The podcast Greener Thoughts is produced every Sunday and Thursday for your enjoyment. Be sure to send your thoughts, comments, or articles by email to greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. So in today's topic, I wanted to focus on Christmas trees because this is maybe the week that you're going to start putting yours up. It's only less than two weeks or so um, before Christmas. And if you haven't put it up, then maybe you're one of those people who uh, is kin to putting them up in late November. No shame. Um, Just stating um, that this uh, episode is really important. And um, whenever you decide to put up your Christmas tree, I want you to take heed of uh, some, you know, things to know about Christmas trees, their history as of recent, and um, some alternatives for you in case you decide to put up um, a different kind of tree this year or don't put up one at all. So um, today's uh, episode was inspired from a post I saw on a really great site I go to for sources sometimes, um, treehugger.com. And so last year they they made a very a specific article about uh, why Christmas trees are declining, and uh, they gave released some um, important information about it. And so I thought I would share it for those who hadn't seen the article. So um, it starts out as uh, talking about the um, states that are really feeling the effects of declining Christmas tree sales and having that market decline. So ever since, you know, the days of the Great Recession, um, you've had states, you know, like Oregon, uh, Washington, and uh, other states like Michigan and North Carolina really uh, get hit by this drop in sales of Christmas trees. Um, And so, you know, during the Great Recession, most people were not shelling out money for new trees and, you know, they weren't thinking about that when they could barely make, you know, ends meet. Um, in the Pacific Northwest, which some of the states I talked about, Oregon, uh, Washington, um, the tree growers actually are having like a shortage of about 1.5 million trees um, as of last year. And they're just unable to meet the demand. And, um, and, co- and of course, 2018, you know, could be more. But if there's a shortage already, I doubt that that uh, shortage of trees is unable to be met. And as we all know, trees um, of Christmas tree size take, you know, some years to grow and mature, you know, about 10 years on average. So if you're having to to grow those uh, Christmas trees back then during the Great Recession days, you know, they could be taking a hit even now because it's, you know, past the days of the Great Recession. Um, another point that I want you to, you know, know about is that uh, the Christmas tree industry as a whole, though, um, 
is just worried about trees, you know, not being sold. So, you know, those who are hardest hit um, are small chains, tree nurseries, and small vendors, those mom and pop stores. We know that these, you know, mom and pop stores, they're, you know, hardest hit because maybe they have slow amount of traffic and customers coming in. They may sell niche or small varieties of Christmas trees or different things. They just are uh, more susceptible to being hit uh, in any economy. Um, you have uh, big box stores like uh, Lowe's and Walmart and other um, retailers. They are selling in bulk some of these trees and they, and they know when's the right time to sell them. Um, they, they buy out big uh, inventories of trees and so they have this the tree, Christmas tree science down to a pat so that's really uh, you know important that's really important to know um, and then some of the last things of the article I thought were um, kind of surprising were that they actually uh, on the tree, tree hugger uh, article decided to you know list maybe three things that you could do to solve the problem which could be, you know, A, buying a tree locally, B, going for the baby tree, or uh, three, um, cutting your own tree down. And uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't like those options because, like, you're still cutting down, you know, a tree. You know, you're, you are, um, yes, looking for a Christmas tree of some sort, but is the baby tree really the best alternative? So uh, they went into, you know, on the, on the article talking about reusable trees and if they're environmentally friendly. And so I want to give my thoughts because they gave some pros, I guess you could say, for, for the use of real trees and using real Christmas trees uh, this holiday season. They said they release, they capture carbon dioxide, they're shipped regionally and not overseas, and of course they're biodegradable. Now I thought of my own pros for fake trees. Uh, you can buy only them once and use them forever. Uh, they save real trees throughout uh, the lifespan of you. So let's say, for example, you buy one tree in uh, 2015, uh, a reusable tree, a fake tree, and you use that tree every single year you're alive and that you celebrate Christmas. That's a year that you don't have to buy a tree, spend more money, cut it down, or, or do something uh, in, in the wake of, uh, of going out and buying a real living tree, you have a fake one that you can reuse forever, how many years you're alive. You know, people who live for many, many, many years, they're saving all those years of trees that they don't have to uh, go ahead and chop down and use as a Christmas tree. Um, fake trees, you know, they don't die. They don't die like real trees. So you're not going to have to clean up that waste. Find out some way to break it down or send to... Um, some third party to get it uh, broken down and taken care of. Um, another thing is that these fake trees don't need water or sunlight. They don't need these these bothersome things that you would have to kind of deal with if you had a real tree. You know, it it, it sheds. The, the real trees shed. They're heavy. Um, you have to clean up their mess and uh, while you have that real tree. But while you're having a fake tree and a reusable tree, you don't have sort of those issues. So that's, uh, you know, about five or so things, uh, pros in my mind uh, about fake trees and why the, I think that they're better and actually more environmentally friendly, um, just in my personal opinion. Maybe you think the same, maybe you don't. 
You can talk about it. Let me know uh, your thoughts. And there's some other pros, you know, I may not have mentioned. If you have any pros or think that there are some, you know, upsides to using fake trees and reusable trees versus real trees, let me know. I would really, really appreciate uh, your feedback in that. So we've ended the uh, article portion and talk portion of the episode. And so we're going to get into the Mother Earth Minutes in just one moment. So in the Mother Earth Minutes, this is the portion of the episode where we review in the next few minutes just actions that you can take to combat the issue in the episode, of course, and to save Mother Earth. So in this uh, episode, the key is to try buying or creating your own Christmas trees and saving Christmas trees um, as a whole. So the first tip is to look for materials of a tree uh, that are made out of something different, something alternative uh, materials that you could you know think of. So you could try you know having a reusable tree, which is what I talked about earlier, or a recycled tree made of recycled materials. Um, be creative. Uh, maybe find a copper Christmas tree, one from all metal or from some type of cardboard, an LED version, or maybe other options that you may have not uh, thought of before. The second tip is to uh, just go ahead and instead of using just a green tree and uh, a, a Christmas tree, an actual tree, uh, or maybe not even a, a real tree or a reusable tree, try doing something like stacking books and decorating them with lights or assembling a box uh, or many boxes uh, and make a craft tree um, out of uh out of those boxes and making it creative or lastly uh, you could go ahead and maybe put like a peel away sticker or a temporary wall attachment that could be used as a temporary tree so that you know you have an easy cleanup you uh, make it fun you can decorate this temporary tree and it sticks on something and it's not a physical uh, necessarily tangible object that you're gonna have to put away for next year uh, the third and last tip I have is that you could try going uh, to brands like Retree or even going to the website. Um, one I found that was especially helpful was uh, NewYorkMags.com. Uh, their list um, on uh, under the uh, strategist, and it's called the 17 best artificial tree uh, Christmas trees on Amazon. And this is according to hyper-enthusiastic reviewers. So this year they made, you know, this wonderful list and it was updated a few months back. And uh, they have some of the really low prices of $15 and $16 respectively. They have a couple ones in the hundreds of dollars and other ones um, that you can just have. And of course, these are artificial trees, you know, fake trees that you reuse and you reuse for the years to come. And uh, it's very, I think in my personal opinion, eco-friendly, costs of savings, um, easy cleanup. You, you know, don't have to tend to it like a real tree. And um, again, it doesn't die. And it's just easy cleanup. You just fold or, or store away and you have this tree for you and your family to enjoy. So that ends and wraps up the Mother Earth Minutes. So next, we're going to go to the Eco Factor of the Day in the next portion of the episode.
So the eco fact of the day is that each year Americans throw out so many soda cans and bottles. They throw out enough soda cans and bottles to reach the moon and back 20 times. That fact was found on factslides.com, the one of the best sites I know of and personally go to for researching facts. They have all types of themes, very good color scheme. They have even the book out of the most fascinating facts jam-packed with information for you to know. And it's one of the sites that I go to um, for facts and all things uh, factual. So as we close the episode, I just want to get into the call to action, which is really important. It is just the idea for uh, the future of Greener Thoughts to um, have you all nominate or self-nominate an individual who speaks to you, who is a friend of the environment, who cares about the environment and supports it and protects it in some way or fashion. This person may give um, their time or be a part of a community or organization or even work in the environmental field. And if it's you or someone you know, nominate them or yourself and go ahead and let Greener Thoughts know with a 200 word essay to the email address, greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. The Ego Company Spotlight is uh, in Greener Thoughts. It's where we'd like to have environmentally friendly companies go ahead and talk about um, their product, but let us review it and we can give it some shine and uh, have it reach out to those who maybe haven't heard of it before. And we'd definitely like to uh, be the ones to you know talk about it and just get the ideas out about the product. And you can definitely let Greener Thoughts know as well. Now, as we close out the show, I'm going to thank you all for listening. And uh, I hope that you all can send articles, comments, questions, say congrats on something, or even just say hello. And you can always be sure to do so at the email address, greenerthoughtspodcast at gmail.com. Thank you all again for listening and taking the time out of your schedule to look at this episode about Christmas trees and information about them and uh, how you can make your Christmas holiday that much more greener. Um, I hope that you all take care and have a great day. Take care. Bye.